Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. This morning we are looking to start our week with some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're ready for Psalm 104 and Proverbs 22 this morning. Today I want to do something similar like I did. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before. I'm just going to read you the psalm. out of, uh, And today I'm going to read it out of the Hallelujah Scriptures. And I just want you to open up your hearts and let the Word of God speak to you this morning. No commentary from me or interruptions. I'm just going to read Psalm 104. I do want to give you just a small introduction. It's another one of those psalms of David... That are and it's a psalm of praise, wondering at the Lord's handiwork, if you will. F. B. Meyer says this about Psalm 104: the opening verses of this psalm appear to describe in sublime poetry the creation of the world. God is very great because He created the heavens and the earth. He is clothed with honor and majesty, and yet. He stooped to brood over the chaos and darkness which preceded the order and the beauty of our earth. So I'm going to read Psalm 104 to you. And then after that we will look at Proverbs and there will probably be some commentary and thoughts to be shared with the Proverbs. Now I'm reading from Hallelujah Scriptures uh, which does use a few Hebraic words. The two that you're really going to need to know for this passage is Barak, which just means blessed, Barak, and then Shemayim, which means heavens. So with that backdrop, open up your hearts and let's listen to Psalm 104 this morning. Barak, Yehovah, oh my being, O Jehovah, my Elohim, you have been very great. You have put on excellency and splendor, covering yourself with light as with a garment, stretching out the Shemayim like a curtain, who is laying the beams of his upper rooms in the waters, who is making thick clouds his chariot, who is walking on the wings of the wind, making his messengers the winds, his servants a flame of fire. He established the earth on its foundations so that it would not totter forever. You covered it with the deep as with a garment. The water stood above the mountains. At your rebuke they flee. At the voice of your thunder they hurry away. They go up the mountains. They go down the valleys. The place which you founded for them. You put a boundary. They do not pass over. They do not return to cover the earth. Who is sending the springs into the valleys? They flow among the hills. They give drink to every beast of the field, 
wild donkeys break their thirst. The birds of the Shemayim dwell besides them. They sing from between the branches. Watering the hills from his upper rooms, the earth is satisfied with the fruit of your works. Causing the grass to grow for your cattle and plants for the service of mankind to bring forth food from the earth and wine that makes glad the heart of man, oil to make the face shine, and bread which sustains man's heart. The trees of Jehovah are satisfied, the cedars of Lebanon, which planted where the birds make nest, the stork has her home, and the fir trees. The high hills are for wild goats, rocks a refuge for rock badgers. He made the moon for the appointed times. The sun knows it's going down. You put darkness and its night. In it all the beasts of the forest creep. The young lions are roaring for prey and seeking their food from El. The sun arises, they withdraw, and lie down in their dens. Man goes out to his work and his labor till evening. O Jehovah, how many have been your works! You have made all of them in wisdom. The earth is filled with your possessions. There is the sea, great and wide in which are innumerable swarms, living creatures small with great. There do ships go, the Leviathan, which you made to play there. All of them wait for you to give their food in due season. You give to them, they gather in. You open your hand and they are satisfied with good. You hide your face, they are alarmed. You take away their breath, they die and return to their dust. You send forth your ruach, that is to say spirit. They are created. And you renew the face of the earth. The esteem of Jehovah is forever. Jehovah rejoices in his works. Who looks on the earth and it trembles? He touches the mountains and they smoke. I sing to Jehovah as long as I live. I sing praises to my Elohim while I exist. My meditation on him is sweet. I rejoice in Jehovah. Let sinners be consumed from the earth and let the wicked be no more. Barak Jehovah, O my being, hallelujah. And that, my friends, is Psalm 104. And I just pray and hope that it uh, spoke to you this morning and encouraged you this morning and is a reminder of who is in control, who created all things, who's the one holding your very life and breath in his hand and your future and your eternity. He created all things. Do you think that protecting, providing, making a way for you will be a problem? 
Let's have a look at our Proverbs for today. Proverbs 22. See if we can gather some wisdom from these words. Proverbs 22, verse 1, King James Bible. Warning and instructions continued. Verse 1. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. The rich and poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. I really think that that wisdom right there is something we're going to see playing out on a mass and large scale uh, here in the very near future. The prudent, right? The wise. They see what's going on. And they're preparing their hearts, their minds, maybe even provisions and finances. And the simple just bury their head in the sand and pretend like everything's amazing and wonderful. They're ignorant. It says, A prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Verse 4, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the froward, that is to say perverse. He that doth keep his soul shall be far from them. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Please note, it's important to understand these proverbs are general wisdom, not um, concrete promises. There's been many of Christians who have raised children in the church and those types of things, and the child, when it becomes a man, decides to go his own way. The teaching here is that as a general rule, as a general outcome, if you raise your child up in the knowledge of the Lord, teach them right from wrong, live it out in front of them. When they become adults, when they become old, they will not depart from it. In many cases, sometimes they'll stray and become prodigals for a while. But as they age and as they gain wisdom, God draws them back to himself and they return to the ways that they were taught as a child. So it is extremely important to not lose heart if you have a prodigal child. But also, if you have a young child, make sure you're raising them up in the ways and the truth of the Lord. It's going to be critical one day. Especially if they do become a prodigal and they realize how much the world fails them day in and day out and lies to them and deceives them and mistreats them. And they go... Just like the prodigal son, I was way better off in my father's house than this pigsty here. And they return. So don't lose hope, especially if you raise them up like this. Verse 7. The rich ruleth over the poor, and the borrower is a servant to the lender. 
He that soweth iniquity shall reap vanity, and the rod of his anger shall fail. He that hath a bountiful eye shall be blessed, for he giveth of his bread to the poor. It's talking about those who are quick to be generous, quick to provide for the needy. You'll be blessed. Verse 10, cast out the scorner and contention shall go out. Yea, strife and reproach shall cease. He that loveth pureness of heart, for the grace of his lips, the king shall be his friend. The eyes of the Lord preserve knowledge, and he overthroweth the words of the transgressor. The slothful man saith, there is a lion without, I shall be slain in the streets. The mouth of a strange woman is a deep pit. He that is abhorred of the Lord shall fall therein. Something important to remember is that Solomon is writing many of these proverbs to his sons. There's a lot of things that he that you see a warning in almost every proverbs. One of them is slothfulness, being lazy. Like we just heard, you know, the slothful says, there's a lion in the streets. In other words, they're afraid to go put their hands to the plow. But another warning that he often speaks of is stay away from the strange woman. This means a woman who is not your wife. A woman who is not of your faith. Those types of things. It leads to absolute destruction. Don't be enticed by the godless woman or the woman who is not your wife. It's like falling into a pit, a ditch. It'll have lifelong consequences. And he has to warn because this is one of the things that men fail and fall so easily. The mouth of a strange woman is a deep pit. He that is abhorred of the Lord shall fall in, fall therein. Foolishness, verse 15, is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. I think, I mean, Proverbs 22 just needs to be embedded in every heart and soul of every parent in the Western world right now. You got to raise them up in the Lord. You got to discipline them. The Proverbs says if you don't discipline your child, you hate your child. Why? Because you love yourself more. You're more willing. You don't want to. You don't want yourself to be uncomfortable with having to discipline your child. So you love yourself more than your child. You're not even. You're not disciplining them, and you're not preparing them for the future. So if you if you don't raise your child up in the Lord, you don't discipline them. Odds are really good. They're not. It's not going to end well. So Solomon here in, in Proverbs chapter twenty two is teaching a lot about. Raising children and young men don't go to the strange woman. It's a deep pit. Raise your children up in the ways of the Lord. Discipline your child with the rod. You have to. They have to learn to be 
They have to learn respect and decency and correction. I mean, these these are basic wisdom. It's it's incredible that we live in a time where the most obvious, um, the most common sense thoughts are now abhorred and hated. Again, we've talked about this on recent podcasts. That's how you know that your country's been given over. That judgment's not coming, but it has arrived. When the most basic of common sense is now abhorred and hated. Continuing on. Verse 16. He that oppresses the poor to increase his riches, and he that giveth to the rich shall surely come to want. Bow down thy ear, and hear the words of the wise, and apply thy heart unto my knowledge. For it is a pleasant thing if thou keep them within thee. They shall withal be lifted in thy lips. They that trust may be in the Lord. Let me read that again. Verse 19. That thy trust may be in the Lord. I have made known to thee this day, even to thee. Have not I written to thee excellent things and counsels and knowledge, that I might make thee know the certainty of the words of truth, that thou mightest answer the words of truth to them that send unto thee? Rob not the poor because he is poor, neither oppress the afflicted in the gate. For the Lord will plead their cause and spoil the soul of those that spoiled them. Make no friendship with angry with an angry man, and with a furious man thou shalt not go, lest thou learn his ways and get a snare to thy soul. In other words, and we need this is something we need to teach to our young men and our young women is stay away from the hotheads. They're gonna get you in a world of trouble one day. Stay away from those who are quick to anger. Verse 26. Be not thou one of them that strike hands, or of them that are sureties for debts. If thou hast nothing to pay, why should he take away thy bed from under thee? Remove not the ancient landmarks which thy fathers have set. Interesting. Something else we apparently have decided to ignore in Western society. Let's read it again. Remove not the ancient landmarks which thy fathers have set. Last verse. Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. In other words, blessed are those who are diligent, who work hard, who are the opposite of being slothful and lazy. Well, there you have it, my friends. Some wisdom and some encouragement to start our week. You know, we are over a thousand podcast episodes uploaded. And sometimes I try, I think about that and I'm like, I cannot even wrap my, my mind around that, that I have sat here over a thousand times and read and studied the Bible with all of you over these years. 
end. It is a great blessing to me, a great privilege to me, one that I am certainly unworthy to have been called to do, but I'm grateful uh, for the opportunity. I want to thank those of you who pray for the podcast, pray for me and my family, and I want to thank those of you who are Patreon subscribers who support this on a monthly basis, those of you who contribute through mail and all those things. Thank you for just believing in the work that's being done here and blessing it and providing for it. Uh, Each year, it just gets more and more difficult, and I'm just grateful for all of you, and I hope uh, that I'm serving you well through this work. That's all I have for you this morning. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.